Hey gang, it's Jay at Parts of the Web Podcast. It's a design podcast for refining the design lessons all across the internet and abroad. So, um, you know, the, one of the things that I try not to um, get into, because I, I know I could just become about this, but um, you know, these are my addictions. And, you know, we all have them. You know, we'll, you know people frown on McDonald's or Starbucks. But I mean, whatever your version of Starbucks and McDonald's is, and yeah, I think we all have this TV. You know, it's it's better than ever. Uh, movies are kind of going by the wayside in the sense that there are only a certain amount of you know hits that studios are willing to make, and you kind of got to scour the the art you know landscape to find you know really invigorating cinema. And it can be daunting sometimes when you have to you know invest an hour and a half in something that you don't know if it's good because like there were things that on Rotten Tomatoes and you know obviously that you know I have my own reservations about that but like it got a really high rating but you know I had some qualms about it so like you know there's obviously this subjective nature that we talk about in the arts uh, of you know what's valuable what's not and it's a very personal thing and you know it's fine and if you like it and I don't and vice versa I mean like that's why we have opinions blah 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 but TV is really interesting in the sense that we had more than ever they're being produced at such a high clip and it's such quality and they're getting movie stars what were movie stars but, um, to, to, to do these really great things True Detective is, what is one of my HBO is really just a standout they always have been and uh, you know, I'm going to be talking about my TV crack right now, which is a Succession. If you haven't seen it, it's basically a satire on the F- Rupert Murdoch, Fox family. Uh, I, I think it's been alluded to several times, but they're kind of like a right-wing organization and the dy- power dynamics between this old guy, uh, Logan Roy, who's going to eventually retire and give it up to his one of his four kids or someone in his family or you know someone in the company and it's like the power dynamics between that and i was just kind of like historical um foundational uh backdrops within dramatized you know arenas and so you know another one that i'm watching right now is narcos on netflix it's it's you know that the drug trade and war and the dynamics behind that you know it's just another thing that hits us indirectly uh, or directly but um but succession you know it's a very um in this particular day and age is uh, a really fascinating study because uh you know the wealth disparity in in america in particular and specifically the you know celebrity of people who own media companies and conglomerates that affect us you know on a daily basis without us knowing and the veil of things that so anyway um you know how, how addicting this is i'm not the only one so there's a podcast uh, which i was surprised to fu- not surprised but like i was surprised that uh they got such a high quality uh, like I, I i'm struggling to think like walking dead had um chris hardwick i think you know that uh, hipster tv host he, they had a, like a tv talk show after them and talking about all the dynamics and they had the people on and so th- this this podcast 
like um, is run by Kara Swisher, a famed journalist, um, you know, tech journalist, and she hosts this this podcast talking about the dynamics of the show and the behind the scenes and blah blah blah, blah and has a guest on who has their own expertise. This week was uh, uh, Amina Toso, I hope I'm not butchering that, um, who's a POC person of color who uh, is a creative writer in her own right working on several TV projects. So, um, you know, the, the design lessons that we can take in it are like kind of making things as realistic and as possible with obviously the dramatized elements that still make it feel real without going over the top. And, you know, it's conjecture about like how obviously people really talk, but it was a really interesting conversation that I, you know, I'm looking at it from a lens of family. Family really resonates with me. I have a great big family. I love them to death. And, um, you know, the power dynamics of family running a business. I, I know that this could arise at some point in my own family, but not to this level. It may be, I, I don't know, but um, talking about opulent wealth, like one of the biggest uh, cable news shows in this world, um, and in the real world for that matter, um, and the power dynamics of trying to rise up and take control and make decisions. And so there's, um, as far as the family goes, there's the oldest, the father who, um, you know, runs it, but he's kind of on the men. There are kind of like, you know, issues with his health, severe issues with his health. And, um, he has, three sons one is kind of like a fredo from the godfather the other one's like uh macaulay culkin's brother um who is a just a brilliant in this like conniving pest role but still like you know a person you would turn to for like hard decisions you know if you if you needed to i mean he's still kind of green working his way through the company and then the guy who is supposed to um take the reins kendall who is kind of a more of a lefty progressive but he's like awkward and like doesn't always say the right thing and and you know it's a very cringy uh, on, on many levels um and then uh siobhan who is the only daughter and she's a you know she has left leanings as well but she's very loyal to her father and so the in in it says spoilers in episode two of season three there is this really wild for me wild um uh conversation between all the siblings just them and they're going over whether or not they should pursue this lawsuit with uh their oldest brother and take down their father to take over the, the media conglomerate and the three other kids uh siobhan um, and then the two young well actually the oldest one is kind of the Fredo one and um, they all side with their dad and then they go through this really big shouting match and how you know, Kendall the, the the second oldest son should have you know is suing the dad and how he's wrong and why he's wrong and why he's right and why the siblings should go along with him and it's just a really intense shouting match that really was the you know watching it through the lens of family like it's just such an interesting case study on, on dynamics on a level that i just don't know about so like you know i'm kind of like peering through the lens but um also just the it really kind of resonated they, they've already won several 
of those wacky awards for best performances. But um, I think it really dawned on me that like not just the writing was incredible, but their acting ability. I mean, it really was good. I'm kind of rewatching it because I kind of blazed through it, but um, it, it really is amazing. And so I'm looking at it from this family lens, and obviously, you know, I. I, I it's a funny show and greg he's like a distant cousin who like isn't from the most well-off part of the family kind of gets thrown into all this stuff because he needs a job and he's kind of like the comic relief so and so he's not the only funny part um but there is crude humor and you know i'm not always laughing at it i'm kind of like looking at the power dynamics seeing how i would handle it in those situations and then to hear this podcast about um you know thinking about the cultural aspects and how it got it so right in the sense that this is a pretty whitewashed world and even the people of color within the show are very light-skinned and you know know, it's almost like a you know they have a nice tinge of of talc that that covers you know the the visual sense and style of what you get and it's just fascinating how right it gets and um you know them talking on the podcast about like you know, their text conversations of like yeah there aren't as many POCs but like that's how the world is and it kind of shows you these crude conversations where um, you know white people talk about things in a way that you know if a person of color was there they'd be like ooh you probably want that one back you shouldn't be saying this kind of shit uh, in day to day life what are you doing and they just don't have that filter and and because like that it kind of mimics real world and we, we kind of see these dynamics you know how, how people are with women how, how men are how heterosexual men are with, with women in, in this country um uh, yeah there's a, an even famous line in that you know argument that i was talking about in episode two season three where um you know siobhan like she's walking out and uh she's like I'm the only, I'm the only one that you really wanted to convince, right? And then, uh, you know, her brother is like, you know, you're you're the only woman, you know, like you you you're worth two, don't you know? And then she's like, yeah, I fucking know. And then they like get in this heated argument, and then she storms off. But like, you know, these really inappropriate things that are said and said without people of color in the room, and how the dynamics of how they would make decisions because they don't have that additional context of, of civility that you should have from a well-rounded um, group of people around you uh, in this, you know, that they're obviously in the money over everything business with people who grew up in that and are, are trained and relate very easily to that, uh, you know, personify exactly kind of the temperature of what the world is like america is like uh wealth is like at the moment and it's so encapsulating to see it and you know they were talking about that on the podcast they were talking about the dynamics of like being aware of it but for entertainment purposes it's so well written it's it's adam mckay he, he wrote the big short and several other things he's wrote a lot of comedies but um the Big Short is probably the most comparable piece of work to this, if you've seen it, the, the housing crisis of 08. Um, and so, you know, with all of its actual failings, like that's part of what the show is there to do to you, regardless of what 
where you, your background and where you come from. And so it's just a brilliant piece of theater uh, in television today to show you the strength of how great television today. And I enjoy it. I recommend it if you can take all the vulgar language. I know I don't usually curse on this when I did. But uh, yeah, it's awesome. And uh, it's been you know, trying to not talk about it much with film and TV because I know I can go down the rabbit hole because there's so many awesome things. But this is definitely one of them. And uh, the takeaway being that uh, you know, designing something, putting in relatable things that people can relate to regardless of, you know, the overtones and the uncomfortableness uh, of the subject matter is, uh, and making it successful. And, you know, my crack, lots of people's crack who can handle it is, is just uh, what a joy to behold. So, um, happy Tuesday. I hope you've been killing it at work and, uh, taking care of all the projects and stuff and making really awesome things today. I'll catch you on the next one. Peace.